Welcome back to Quiet Moments with Quilla, Redefining Life's Chaos, a bi-weekly podcast where I, Quilla, share many of the chaotic moments that I've had in my life, like being born with spina bifida, being date-raped as a teen, married young, divorced young, and motherhood after 40, just, you know, the regular, typical stuff. And I take the time to redefine those moments, looking through God's view seeing how he was and is always there. I never took the time to reevaluate what I was going through until now. And it all makes sense. When you redefine something, you give it a new meaning, a new interpretation. The world wants you to feel out of control, but God's will is that you put your trust in him. No other major instructions needed. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, New Living Translation says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. So let's take the time, let's take the time together and redefine chaos because it's sure to come, but God is surely greater. All right, y'all, I told y'all I had taken two, three pregnancy tests, and they all came back positive. So I was definitely pregnant. Nine months is a long, 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 long time. So I was pregnant for a long, 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 long time. (laughs) Uh, We started preparing for the baby early because that's just what I do. Um, Faith is preparing for the unknown expectation of your petition to the Lord. Now, that's not necessarily the Webster Dictionary, but that's just the way that I interpret it. Okay. So as I had shared toward the beginning of all my episodes, when I when I was praying to have children, the whole adoption process with my daughter, you know, um, I prepared, I prepared for the petition that I was expecting the Lord to grant on my behalf. This was the same scenario when like, let's see, when you get engaged, you are, you, you start preparing for a wedding because that is your expected outcome when you have kids and they get in sometimes even when they get in pre-k you start preparing for college because that is something that you expect to have or for them to do in the end you don't wait to see if god is going to allow it before you start preparing for it hey you petition and then you prepare that's just what i know to do so yeah we started preparing diapers wipes clothes furnishings Somebody gave us a whole bedroom set. Come on with the prayer request, Lord. Come on. Knowing our heart's desires and our needs and meeting them. Come on, Jesus. Um, We were getting stuff in order. Okay. Still having all my regular doctor's appointments, gender analysis. um, What is it? Genetic testings. um, The the gender analysis indicated that we were having a boy. So y'all know my husband was a different kind of hype because it was his first and then it was a boy boom boom uh the spina bifida the the testing i don't remember the name of it i'm sorry but i did not have an amniocentesis uh with the needle in the stomach no you're not finna stick a needle in my stomach people it ain't finna happen i'm finna y'all finna get this blood out my arm or something and y'all gonna do what y'all need to do with that and come on here with whatever y'all gonna test amen amen Um, But the spina bifida, the testing for spina bifida came back negative. 
So there was indication that, you know, we were having a son that was not going to be born with spina bifida. Amen. Which put me on a whole new level of highness. Did I not believe God could perform another miracle? Nope. Am I human that sometimes I, I, I just wonder like, okay, because I know he prepares us for all things. If the all thing was not my expected wish, I still would have been prepared because I believe that God, God can do it all. You know, had the baby been born with spina bifida, God would have prepared us accordingly. But in this case, you know, the testing came back negative. So pop, that's that. And everything was going good, good and perfect. Boom. Concerning the baby, my overall health. We, we was, we was, we was making it. We, we was making it. Me and, me and this little itty bitty baby, we was making it. <sighs> Dramatic pause. Mm. Dramatic pause. The enemy will always try to come against what the Lord is doing, has done, will do. That's just how he is set up. Okay. Always, when I say always try, because he never um, succeeds, but he tries, okay? So, the day after, the day after, 24 hot hours after I got the news about the baby having, not having spina bifida, I get a different test result, something totally unrelated to spina bifida, and I was shook. I was, I was, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Let me. What you saying to me, nurse? Lady on the phone? Because she called me and, you know. What you saying? Say it again. Say it one more time. Because I don't. I don't think that you said what you said. Said one more time. <laughs> she said it one more time. Hmm. <laughs> I won't go into details because that ain't none of y'all business. Sorry, I tell y'all some stuff, but I ain't telling y'all everything. Just know that test result had the, um, it had the, what is it, what is it, what is it? It had enough weight to it that it could have destroyed the whole concept of having a whole family. Whole, W-H-O-L-E, okay? That test result threatened the very idea of having a whole family for me. Our marriage had gone through enough ups, downs, and in-betweens. Now you're going to grant my husband this wish because I told y'all I didn't pray for this. But amen, I love my baby. Y'all, you're you going to grant my husband this wish, Lord, to have a baby. You're going to grant me the wish that the baby does not have spina bifida. But, but then this other news comes, and I'm like... Well, if I got to choose between the other news and having this baby, um, I'm sorry, but uh-uh, come get this baby because I can't, I can't, I'm not going to do this like this. I don't want this <laughs> like this. And that's crazy that we really think we can tell God how to bless us or how to heal us. Um, I can remember that this was probably the second time Ever in my life that I knew the peace of God just said, boom, no, nah, homegirl, you're not going to act. You, you, you're not going to cut up on this one. I got it. 
move. Because when I got the news, my typical reaction probably would have ended me up in somebody's um, behind somebody's bars or something. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I'm, I'm being as honest as possible. This news, oh yeah, I was ready to cut some folks, okay? But God wouldn't let me. He would not let me move. Almost, literally, he would not let me move. I hung up the phone from the nurse and I sat there. I sat there in nothingness. I sat there in quietness and trying to understand what had just happened or or what she had just said um trying to figure out my next move you know I called my husband at work and I just said you know hey what building are you in I'm on my way didn't give him any forewarning about nothing I just said I'm on my way he was he he started to question but because I don't do that he said all right this is where I'm at come on so I'm driving I'm driving I'm driving I'm on the highway and I remember saying I, Lord, I can't do this. I can't do this. I wanted to be upset. I wanted to, to, to cuss and fuss. Okay. That's, that's just honest. I wanted to cuss and fuss and, and throw a whole entire ethnic fit. But I remember saying out loud, Lord, I, I can't handle this right now. Not, not right now. You, you like move me from me. Snatch me, move me, suppress me, do something with me. Because me, I want to react, but I can't. There is a life inside of me. I cannot react out of character. I cannot get frantic. That would send the wrong um, energy to my baby. I was extremely protective of my energy with this baby. Um, More than I ever thought I could but I was extremely protective like nope nope if your, your mojo is off go on with yourself because I don't want it you're not going to transfer nothing to me and this here baby get on with your life um but I kept hearing the spirit say incorrect information it's not what you think but I'm, I'm like how how was this information incorrect it said what it said. The results were uh, what they were. The nurse called with the results. N- no. I I know what you're saying, Lord. But no. that That's not possible. As if God can't change results. Uh, <laughs> woo, how immature of me to sit here and battle with the Lord and say, no, I believe the people more than I do you. Um, their results are more indicatory Um I don't even know if that's the right word, but yeah, what they're saying is facts and what you're saying is, is shaky right now. I I know better. I know that the test results are not always right. I know that paperwork is not always correct, but I was shook. I was in my feelings. I was in my emotions. I wanted to jump somebody. I wanted to, to, to do some things. I wanted to be angry, but God wouldn't let me. I get to my husband say you know hey nurse just called me and this is what she said what you think and he like wait a minute what you know he googling he looking and he's like nah 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 that's wrong and I'm like yeah okay whatever that's what you say that's what she say I don't I mean at this point you saying it's wrong she's saying it's right guys saying incorrect information everybody need to shut up 
Somebody lying. Somebody lying. Somebody is not telling the whole truth. And I got a problem with it. So he recommended, you know, a second opinion. I didn't want to do it because then that would have been another input. But I did. Um, I, and we, we may have even gotten more than one second opinion. Um, I just, I, I couldn't, I could not react to my anger the way that I typically did. I just, it, God, why give me the desires of my heart again and then, and then take it away in the blink of an eye. Like, that's rude. <laughs> that's rude, Jesus. Why? Why you, why you dangling this carrot in front of me? Why you, why you do that? Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, Lord. That's not very kind of you. Um, but God knows how to get our attention when he is ready for us to address something that we know he is not pleased with. So, in actuality, the information had more to do with me and my healing, me not acknowledging still some wounds that I just didn't deal with, um, than I was willing to admit. I'm, I'm pointing fingers and looking at other folks sideways, but it was really about God trying to say, how much do you trust me? Um, you're going to get outside opinions or outside um, voices, outside whatever's. But I said what I said. Do you believe what I said? You know, he was also trying to get me to understand, ma'am, I told you that part right there, you still stuck. But you was like, nah, Jesus, I'm good. I got it in my back pocket if I need it. But I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I got it in my back pocket. I got my pocket buttoned up. Ain't nothing coming out. All is well. So, yeah, he, he, he dropped that bomb and was like, pow, 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 pow. Deal with it. Um, because I had always desired to have a whole family and, and the reason I'm spelling the word whole, because obviously there are two definitions, two ways to spell it, but my desire was to have a whole family, W H O L E, which meant I had to be whole, right? Right. I had become a masked, a masked version (laughs) of wholeness. (laughs) <laughs> and probably of holiness. Um, and I was cool with it. Wasn't nobody calling me out. Hey, mind your business. But God was like, no, ma'am. No, no, no. We're going to deal with this thing. Again, we're like, we're going to deal. We're going to get you right regardless. Because you got a life that I gave you that you didn't ask for. But I gave you because there's purpose for this life, which means you got to get your life together in order for his life to be together. And I'm sitting here like, I ain't asked you for none of nothing. I ain't asked you for this, baby. I ain't asked you to get me whole. I ain't asked you to fix nothing. I ain't asked you to do nothing. I ain't asked you nothing. I am minding my own little good little business, Lord. And here you come dropping blessings and expectations of stuff. And ugh. Okay, I, I don't know if that's how y'all talk to Jesus, but that is definitely how I talk to Jesus. Okay, judge your mama. You do you, I do me. Right now, that's working. Back then, it was kind of working. God does things in totality, and it ain't got nothing to do with us sometimes. But it's always necessary. 
So there's a scripture, John 5, 2 through 8, Amplified Version. I'm going to read it straight out the book because I'm not going to paraphrase this. Now, it says, Now in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, there is a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porticles. In those porticles lay a great number of people who were sick, blind, lame, withered waiting for the stirring of the water for an angel of the Lord went down into the pool at appointed seasons and stirred up the water. The first one to go in the water after, nope, the first one to go in after the water was stirred was healed of his disease. There was a certain man there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus noticed him lying there helpless, knowing that he had been in that condition a long time, He said to him, do you want to get well? (laughs) The invalid answered, the invalid answered, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I am coming to get into it myself, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. Immediately the man was healed and recovered his strength and picked up his pallet and walk. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. God has presented <laughs> me the opportunity for healing many times before. And there was always a reason of, of um, paraphrase, why I couldn't get in the water. You know, it, it was, I was always that dude waiting on somebody to help me get my healing to help put me in the water when God is like, nope, nope. What you, hey, I can lead a horse to water, but I can't make him drink it. Do you want this healing? Will you be made whole? Will you get what is necessary for your life, for your healing, for your kids, for your house, for your wholeness? Will you get it? Because I'm here. It's up to you. I can't, God is not going to force us to do anything. He is going to present himself and it's up to us. It, that's, that's straight, no chaser, bottom line. God had presented the opportunity for healing many times. And I had always thought I was good until situations and circumstances proved way otherwise. Um, and this was one of those situations that proved just how unhealed I was. It wasn't even about the test result. It was about showing me areas that still needed to be healed. Mm. So yeah, I went back into self-preservation mode. I, I was like, all right, if this is popping off, if these results are true, if this is gonna happen like this, then I got it. I'm cool. I am, I am a pusher. I, I push. If you get too close and I'm scared, I'm going to push because I because I got it. I can fail by myself. I don't need you on the sidelines watching me fail, watching me crash, watching me um, just just I don't need that. So I was pushing my husband like Mm-mm, I don't I'm I know this is your baby. I will not keep you from your baby. Um, I won't even keep you from the other two kids. We, we can co-parent. We can do some things. We can make this work just not in this house together. Me and you. Us. Nope. I don't want that no more. Um, 
because I didn't want him to see how how messy it, the healing process was was going to be. Once I realized that that was what God was doing, I was like, oh no, 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 no. This is going to be bad. <laughs> Even if I freely say, okay, God here, <laughs> we got to... <laughs> Ooh, we got to deal with some stuff. I got to deal with some stuff and it's not going to be, it's not going to be it. You know, like I used to have hallucinations y'all. So no, I know healing is, is, is messy. It doesn't always have to be, and it may not be in your case, but in my case, healing is, is, is extremely messy. The enemy is, is really, has really tried to keep me in, in bondage and fear and, and all the things that are not, um, of God. So, you know, I was telling my husband, like, I done raised kids by myself. I ain't die. I ain't die last time. I won't die this time. I'm 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 cool. Do you do your thing. Cause you, I'm sure this is not what you signed up for. Yes, you knew I had all these other conditions or whatever, but you ain't signed up for this. Cause guess what? I ain't signed up for this. So if you leaving, bye-bye. Make it work. Going on before this baby get here. Okay. I know that was dumb, whatever, but it, it took a couple of months. I never got out of, um, therapy counseling. I never stopped. I never stopped to this day in the year of 2020. I am still in counseling. I stay on somebody's couch. I'm an advocate for theology and therapy. I'm going to read my Bible and I'm going to talk to this lady one way or another or together combined. I'm going to get it. We're going we gonna to get it. Healing looks different for everybody. I'm going to get it. I'm not going to take no medicine, but I'm going to get it. Um, so a couple of months of some extreme counseling, a few second opinions in order for my mind. It, it took a good little minute for my mind to settle in the fact that every, everything's okay. Wasn't nobody leaving. You know, the baby was still fine. I was still fine. It was kind of like from that moment on, the enemy tried Every, every, all bunches, <laughs> multiple minis of things in his power to break up my wholeness, my family, my marriage, my mental state, my emotional state, my well-being. The very idea that I would never, ever, ever be whole. The enemy was like, no. Because this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. He doing this, you doing this, kids doing this. Look at your body, look at your mind, look at your emotions. You all over the place, homegirl. How you gonna bring forth another life and you ain't even got your life together? Nope, Mm -mm. this is not a blessing. God did not do this to bless you. He really did this to curse you. He really did this to show you how unhealed you are and he ain't even helping you get healed. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. The enemy was definitely um, tapping my shoulder saying, look, 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 look. Why is God allowing this? Why did God let that? What are you going to do about this? He ain't thinking about you. He, he, he ain't thinking about you. Yeah, what you thought was a blessing is definitely a curse. Go ahead. Go ahead and be like, whatever, Lord. I'm over it. I don't need you neither. Go ahead and forsake them. Go ahead. You know, when you forsake something, you, you just kind of like <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> you, you, you not acknowledge it. You kind of diminish it. You kind of, you, yeah. 
it was it was crazy um mm, flip a coin flip flip to the other side okay because it's two sides we flip it it was also in that season where the lord began to require another level of submission to him um <laughs> you want me to surrender and submit but I got all kind of poppings off. I got all kind of like you letting, you letting stuff go all the way left. And you want me to submit even further? Like, how, how does that make sense? How do you, how does that make sense? I can remember feeling like, you know, there was more I should be doing to honor God. Yet I was still trying to understand the confusion that he was allowing. I'm like, wait a minute. So you may praise you. You want me to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm team Jesus, even though um, I literally felt like um, Job one and eight. Lord, you, you really gonna throw me out here? Like, have you considered my servant? Quilla? Have, have you? Because, <laughs> I mean, I got covering over her and I'm gonna let you do some stuff. But she got me like she got me no matter what. Lord. Don't nominate me for stuff. Don't, don't nominate me. Don't put me in the boxing ring and not even, don't, and not even tell me like you, you, you threw me in the boxing ring. Like, boom, she know what to do. She, she a fighter. Mm -mm. I ain't asked for this. I ain't asked for this. Matter of fact, I don't want it. Yes. I want more of you, but I don't want this. So I got to pick more of you, which I guess encompasses more of this. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'll pass. I'll, I'll pass. But for some reason in my core, I knew better than to forsake God. I knew better. Oh, I knew better. Um, and just having, having good friends, good counsel. Um, I remember sharing with a, a good friend of mine, some of the things that were happening and she's literally saying, Oh, yeah. Um, the Lord is coming after all your stuff before this here baby is born. Like he gonna get you all the way right. She she was not lying. When I tell you every area of my life needed to be healed and was brought back up in nine months, I'm like, how you gonna how you gonna have me relive uh what 43 years of stuff in nine months i mean I, I i accelerated in some areas in school but this is a different kind of acceleration that ain't even like five years per month or something i don't what how you wait a minute wait a minute lord wait my husband and i had been married eight and a half years and i had been able to kind of like uh sweep some stuff under the rug like i I masked, I masked, well, I can't say that word. I masked it very well, or so I thought. But the Lord was like, no, not, not, not no more. That's, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of this. We gonna, I'm gonna throw you in this boxing ring. You're not gonna die. You're gonna do what you do with my strength and my strength, you know, not by power, not by my, but by his strength. Um, you, you gonna fight. You're going to fight. You're going to hit back. 
You're going to take a punch. You're going to bleed. You're going to hurt. You're going to have some scars. You're going to have some bruises, some swelling, all of those things. But I am in your corner. I am cheering you. I'm putting the Vaseline on your face. I'm giving you water. I'm, I'm keeping you. I am sustaining you. But you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to fight for this one right here. I don't know what else to tell you. But you're going to have to fight for this one right here. There is already a lot of emotions that come with being pregnant. And then I had to deal with all of the things. <laughs> Baby, this, this here pregnancy was exhausting to say the very least. But it was only fair that because I had desperately wanted and prayed and petitioned the Lord for a whole family, you know, W-H-O-L-E. And I was bearing a male child who would one day be head of his family. Whatever was flowing through me directly affected him and how he um, rears his family. You know, the, the man, the male carries the name. The, the male, yes, the woman, you know, bears the child and, and the, the nurture, the nature. But the strength of the man, it ain't like a woman can get pregnant by herself. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so, my baby deserved to be born free. Yeah, I'm a... I'm going to pause for a second because that's deep for me. My baby had nothing to do with me. I was just the conduit. That's it. My baby deserved to be born free. So I had to sit in my mess and cry and pray and get counsel and cry some more and pray some more and get some more counsel until I figured out what God was doing like God show me me and all the holes h-o-l-e-s that are in my soul because I I, I gotta I gotta fix it like I I gotta do this for the next of the next yes it is about me but again I'm I'm just a conduit I'm just a vessel I'm just I'm you you are birthing a whole new generation through me Okay, so it's only fair that I give my baby the necessary tools and strength to manifest whatever it is you have for him. He can't come in the world messed up because I'm messed up. That's not fair. That's that's not how hurting people hurts people. That ain't how this is going to work. Um, because God is ever so gracious. He took me on a journey. He took me on a journey to healing that did not look like what I had expected. My husband and I had some seriously loud conversations. Um, <laughs> we had some car conversations. Like, I don't even want the bad mojo in the house. Let's let's go talk about this outside, bro. Because it's been, it's, <laughs> we don't, the volume might get turned up a little bit, but it's fine. Um, we had a few, who, who gonna leave? Who? Cause both of us can't be here like this with this. Who, who? Like my husband was adamant. I'm not gonna leave my house. I'm adamant. Well, I'm a whole pregnant woman. I ain't gonna leave the house. So I guess we just gonna have to be pissed off in the house or something. I don't know. 
say what Bible say or people say, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Sorry, we failed that test. I failed that test. Sun went down, sun came up. I was still pissed. Sun went down, sun came up. I was still pissed. I hold on to my pissedness <laughs> for a good stretch of minute sometimes. <laughs> for a good stretch of minute. Pissedness is not a word, but amen. Whatever. I hold on to it for a minute because if I cannot articulate um, what I'm feeling, you ain't finna get nothing. I'm not finna say nothing because it's gonna all come out wrong and I don't do take backs sometimes and be like, oh, I ain't mean it because if I'm saying it, I am definitely meaning it. So I don't say nothing for a good couple days until I get it right because when I say it, I'm, I'm meaning it. Bottom line business, boom. I ain't like when you did. I ain't want you to do. You should not have X, Y, and Z. I try to take ownership for me. I shouldn't have. I didn't have. I wouldn't have. I couldn't have. All those things. But I ain't going to say nothing for a hot 24 hours sometimes. Um, amen. Y'all, y'all, y'all pray. Okay? I mean, I'm being truthful. I wish some of y'all would be truthful. But whatever. I'm being truthful. Um, in the, the midst of everything, I got a chance to feel every bit of something growing internally and externally. Every bit of something growing internally, which was my baby, and externally, which was my faith, my strength, my wholeness, my baby's freedom, um, my further submission to the Lord. I remember having a meeting with my pastors. I was still pregnant and I was like, something is popping. I don't know what, but it's popping before this baby gets born. And I got to get it. Like, I got to get it right. Um, and I remember telling them, eh, I believe I was still pregnant. Yeah. When I told them, you know, God is requiring another yes. I am afraid of the yes, but I'm terrified of the no. Meaning, I am afraid to tell God yes, because, you know, God be wanting to do some crazy things. But I'm terrified of the no, because I know better. Like, saying no to God is dangerous. Because how, how else, how else are you going to get protected? How else are you going to get covered he is gracious and he knows that, you know, sometimes it takes us a minute to come on with the yes. But why even take that challenge? I mean, that um chance of telling God, no, you don't know what's on the other side of that. No, you don't know what's on the other side of the yes. But like, come on, come on now. Telling somebody no and you don't know what they have to offer. You're denying yourself. You're denying, you know, God from, from truly being God in your life. And that is not a risk that you should be willing to take for you or for those who, who belong to you or, or who God has given to you. Your no is attached to so many people, just as your yes is attached to so many people. You're accountable for your yes and you're accountable for your no. I mean... That's, that's it, bottom line. You're, you're accountable. I'm not necessarily telling you to be afraid of God. I wasn't afraid of God. I don't, I don't want to portray it that way. I was afraid of the danger that my no could have presented. Because again, I was carrying life. 
my no to God could have potentially impacted my unborn child. Um, not even potentially. I know it would have. Um, but I, I'll have to tell y'all that in some further episodes on how I know why my yes was necessary. Okay? Because my yes meant a whole nother set of things. Okay? I'm going I'm to I'm stop. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going I'm to leave it right there. Just know. Ooh, excuse me. Just know that I was about to give birth and be re born myself <laughs> hear me when I tell you I was about to birth something way bigger than a baby way bigger than a baby it's almost like when that baby came out poof pow pain boom <laughs> all things came with this baby um but yeah I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop I'm gonna stop And I think that this particular episode is a great way to end this season. All that I've shared with you this far was leading into where I am now, kind of, and, you know, what's what's to come. I never imagined that I would be doing this for almost a year. Y'all been rocking with me since January. It's November. We talking about season two. I didn't think... I told y'all in like the first episode, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to get on here and tell y'all nothing about what I had going on. Nothing about what I've been through. Nothing about nothing. I didn't want y'all to know my business. Here we are, mm, mm, 10 months later, <sighs> coming upon season two. Ecclesiastes 3, Ecclesiastes 3 talks about season. Season is a time. It says, For everything, there is a season, a time for activity under heaven. Nope, I'm starting over. I don't like to mess up the scripture. It says, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to, no, I'm sorry. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak up. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. I have probably experienced every (laughs) season, time, situation, scenario, all of these things in this scripture. Um, I didn't kill anybody, but you know, I I, I had to die. I had to die to myself. Um, I had to, to... God had to tear down some walls and and build up. I've cried. I've laughed. Um, I've grieved over what I thought I had lost. Just all the things that Ecclesiastes talk about, I feel like I had experienced um, up until the point that, that we're now ending season one. So that's why I am choosing to do season two. So we can talk about birth and rebirth. All right. All right. Y'all ready? Y'all excited? Y'all hype? 
<laughs> I am. Mm, sidebar. Change page. Turn the page. Pause. Uh, 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 uh. Totally off topic. It's November. It's almost Thanksgiving. Y'all voted? Wait, I ain't gonna even talk about Thanksgiving. Y'all voted? Y'all voting? Y'all did early voting? Today is the second. What we got? November 3rd? Tomorrow? Who? Tomorrow, Jesus is gonna do a thing, okay? Jesus is gonna do a thing. We ain't go through this pandemic for nothing. Jesus is gonna do a thing. Everything had a reason, everything had a season, everything has purpose. God has purpose in what we have experienced with, with, with number 45. Um, and um, yeah, I don't wish death on nobody. So I'm not wishing that the man die. Oof. God let us, he, he, he's, he's showing us, you know, he's, he's showing us some things. And so I hope you did early voting. If not, come on with the things for, for the day, for, um, Hey, is it November 3rd or November 4th? I'm sorry. I did early voting, so I'm really, I mean, I, I didn't got my stuff out of the way. I made my voice known. <laughs> I didn't pick my person. <laughs> Come on, miss. Um, I'm speaking. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't chose my person. 45, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't, that ain't, mm-mm. Going on about your way. So, it's November it is almost Thanksgiving, which means it is almost Christmas. Y'all started shopping? Got some stuff? Got some stuff for like your mom, dad, sister, brother, uncle? No? I got some cute little doodads on my site that I want you to check out, please and thank you. So, um, it's finally kind of sort of getting cold here in Georgia and I've added sweatshirts and hoodies. I might add a couple of blankets maybe some pillows. I don't know yet. I'm deciding. But anyways, only way you're going to know what I got is if you head on over to www.floodgatepurposeandpassions.com. Let me say it slower. www.floodgatepurposeandpassions.com. Season two, season two is going to tell you how, how the WW dot came into play. Season two got some got some goodies for you. Um, but yes, please go visit my website, share it on your socials, tell your folks to tell their folks, and then all the folks will know that it's some dope stuff on www.floodgatepurposeandpassions.com. And I will be back on November 16th, kicking off season two. Baby, Jesus is doing a thing, okay? But I will still be redefining the chaos that was once in my life because thank God for the victory. The chaos ends now. I am no longer considering what I've been through as chaos. I am choosing to redefine situations and circumstances, realizing that the chaos brought me closer and the redefining of such gives me total reassurance in my God. And through it all, I am still smiling. All right, all right.